Welcome to the Podcasting for Business show. I'm your host, Lindsay Gould, the founder of The Podcast Boutique, the next level podcast production company for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to get known and turn their listeners into paying clients. In this podcast, you'll learn the strategies to launch, grow and monetize your podcast all while saving time in your business and having some fun doing it. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Podcasting for Business show. Today we're going to be discussing vocal exercises for podcasters. I'm going to be sharing with you the importance of vocal exercises for podcasters and also some tips and facts on how to incorporate them into your own recording routine. We've got some guests coming up later on in the show too. This week we've been out and about and my editor Petra went to meet a vocal coach to get some advice for you as a podcaster. She went to meet voice and singing coach Ben at one of his choir practices to see what vocal warm-ups he uses when he's doing a group session and she also chatted with him afterwards about how you can use those same exercises. And also this week's sound celebration is the lovely Janine Priston. So why are we discussing this today? Well, vocal warm-ups are vital, but doing these exercises seem to get missed out in the podcasting industry generally. It was only yesterday that I put a post on my Instagram for the podcast boutique and I had a vocal coach underneath talk about the importance of it. And I actually said to her, and I hope she's listening to this episode, I said to her, yep, we're going to be talking about this this week on the episode because we do believe it's really important. So we see and hear about people in theatre doing vocal exercises, singers, actors, all performers do a vocal warm-up before going on the stage. But lots of people use vocal warm-ups before starting their work, presenters, newsreaders, and it's really anyone who's required to speak or use their voice within their role. So why does this get missed for us as podcasters? Well, it shouldn't. Not only will you be protecting your voice by doing these warm-ups and exercises, but doing certain breathing exercises is going to calm you down and get you into the right headspace before recording. And you're going to sound a whole lot better to your listeners for doing them. So did you know that the average podcaster spends hours editing their audio to make it sound just right? And podcasters tend to neglect their most important tool, their voice. Now, there's been some studies that have shown that proper vocal exercises can actually improve your tone, clarity and energy. This is going to lead to a much more enjoyable listening experience for your audience as well. One study published in the Journal of Speech, Language and Hearing Research found that voice training exercises can significantly improve the clarity and intelligibility of speech in individuals with Parkinson's disease too. And another study published in the Journal of Voice found that vocal exercises can improve voice quality and overall vocal health. 
So these studies, along with so much anecdotal evidence from successful podcasters, suggest that proper vocal exercises is going to improve your voice and will lead to a much more engaging episode for your audience. So when podcasters don't warm up their voice before recording, they might experience vocal strain and fatigue, which is going to lead to a decrease in the quality of your voice and also the sound quality of the episode. And also without proper vocal warm-up, podcasters can experience that pain in their throat, can't they? And that can lead to long-term damage if it's not addressed. So it's important for podcasters to warm up their voice before recording and let's prevent that vocal strain and maintain the quality of your voice. So how do you get started with vocal exercises? So here are a few tips for you. Tip number one, warm up before recording. So just like athletes warm up before a game or a performance, podcasters should warm up their voices before recording. So this can include gentle stretches, deep breathing exercises, and humming. Tip two, focus on the breath. One of the keys to a really strong and clear voice is proper breath support. So breathing exercises such as diaphragmatic breathing can help you develop this skill and improve your overall vocal performance. Tip number three, practice diction and articulation. As a podcaster, your words are your most important asset. So practicing exercises that focus on your diction and your articulation, such as tongue twisters or vowel exercises, can really help you to speak more clearly and confidently. This doesn't mean that you have to speak perfect Queen's English. This isn't about accents. This is about using the voice that you have in the best possible way. Now, aside from vocal exercises and warm-ups, there are some other ways that podcasters can prepare their throat and their vocals before recording an episode too. So here are five tips for you. First one is to stay hydrated. Drinking plenty of water before and during recording is going to help you keep your throat moist and prevent that vocal strain. Number two, avoid dairy and caffeine. <laughs> so for all you coffee drinkers out there, this one is for you. I'm exactly the same. But dairy products and caffeine before recording can increase mucus production, which can actually dry out the throat, which is going to make it harder to speak clearly. So it's best to avoid these drinks before you're going to record your podcast. Number three, use a humidifier if you can. So dry air can also dry out the throat and your vocal cords. So using a humidifier in your recording space can help keep your throat moist and healthy. Number four, avoid smoking and alcohol. Not to sound preachy, but smoking and alcohol can both be detrimental to your health. Of course, you know that, but also your vocal cords and it can lead to vocal strain and damage. And finally, number five, take breaks. If you're doing a mammoth marathon batch recording session, it's really important to take breaks during recording to rest your voice and to prevent that vocal fatigue. One of the things that I realized during the research for this episode is that actually vocal exercises release endorphins in the brain too. So it actually leads to a sense of relaxation and stress relief as well. It's probably to do with the fact that you are focusing on your breathing 
And we all know that breath work really helps us to feel better and more relaxed as well. So doing these vocal exercises before you record your podcast can really help you feel more relaxed and less stressed. So for myself personally, what I do before recording is I always have a big glass of water or a glass of apple juice. Apparently apple juice can really help with your vocal cords and really help to cleanse the palate. So I have a drink before I record. I don't have caffeine. I don't drink and smoke, so that's not something for me anyway, but I always make sure to keep hydrated as possible. The other thing that I make sure that I don't do is record my podcast first thing in the morning. I like to give my voice a bit of time to warm up and make sure that I've had at least a few conversations and spoken a little bit before I actually record my episodes. So this just could be as simple as making sure that the first conversation you have that day is not you recording your episode. It could literally be you reading something out loud. It could be singing a song. Keep it simple. But I'm hoping that these tips have helped you today so that you can think a little bit more seriously about how vocal exercises are going to help you as a podcaster. Today I have a very special guest. My editor Petra has been out to meet vocal coach Ben Jenkins. Ben is a vocal and singing coach and also a director. So he helps people with their voices in pretty much every sense of the word. He helps actors, singers, public speakers, you name it. So today, Petra went along to one of his choir practices to see their warm-up at the start of the session and to chat with him too about some of the exercises you can do to really get the most out of your voice and the different ways that you can use it to benefit you as a podcaster. Let's just make sure that we remember that rhythm of the second line. So the, the, the first bit. Oh yeah, and the mba. Bright. Just to help you pitch on that note. Bright morning stars are rising. Then the rhythm here. Bright morning stars. How do you get people to be free in their voice? What are the kind of things that you get people doing to really free up their vocal cords and just to feel free in their speech? One really interesting thing is that we've all been there in a school play or whatever when someone's shouting that they can't hear you. And of course, you start pushing, always in the worst possible way by tightening the throat. So we're looking at just that strength in the muscles so when i'm doing a warm-up i always start with stretching uh so we're just gonna do some stretchy things first could we just yeah that's right just get nice and loose nice and loose in the knees and let's just come up onto the balls of the feet so that we can just get that so and just rock back onto the heels and this is really just for balancing now this can vary some people are very fit and happy to do that for some people it's a bit more alien the wonderful thing about actors is they come into a room these days expecting to do whatever it takes to become free because they want that help. Whereas if you're training sometimes a teacher or a politician, it's very different because the expectation is different and people aren't normally encouraging them to flop over from the waist or to lie on the floor. And sometimes you need to explain the benefits of that because it can seem like quite an odd thing to do through the body and you can have a little bit of a dance you can get just a little bit jiggly and we're just going to think of freedom in the knees and let's circle from the knees and we'll do a letter s 
so I would say that those few stretches, and actually then we're getting into your center, your core muscles, and that's where I do lots of S's and Z's because those are sounds that can only come from the core muscles. And it's amazing, even when people are unwilling, how much better everyone feels. I had an orchestra rehearsal last night and there was a bit of tiredness in the room. I've never done this before because it's not a vocal thing, but I just got everyone to stand up and do all my crazy stretches. And then we're going to keep the knees nice and flexible, turn the hands out. And I was expecting them almost to refuse, but it actually went really well. And they were laughing, which is always a good way into freedom. And I thought, my goodness, I've never thought to do this, but actually it's amazing how it energises the room. What are some of the benefits that you would say podcasters would have from doing these kind of exercises and vocal warm-ups? Firstly, it's to protect your own voice, which is so important. And because the voice in a podcast is all we've got to go on, it's that relaxed invitation to listen to what's being said. So it's as if the barrier is removed that nervous tension might bring. Can you just chew it and just bring it right forward in the face? Also, it's that sense of what's going on in your day as well. Recently, we've had very bad weather, it's been raining a lot, and that closes people up. People walk down the street with their shoulders wrapped around, their chest is collapsed, and that's just a protection that we have. I think also, in terms of just aligning and relaxing the body, I think it's so important but also it's kind of your own well-being. If you're cut off from your support, you are cut off really from your ideas and from your emotions. Being on what we call support, breathing, using your core muscles and just being open in the body is the language of engagement. So exactly. In what way does doing these vocal warm-ups allow the voice to sound better? I think it's two things. I think we are working on the muscles, so therefore there's this great sort of rock of help that will allow the voice to come out freely rather than being pushed. And we've all had that thing if we've walked into an exam perhaps where we use our voice or been made to do a performance at school perhaps that we don't feel entirely comfortable doing. And you're going, my God, I normally sound fine. What's this? Why isn't my voice coming out? And that's because we have this fight or flight mechanism. And because the body doesn't know the difference between doing a singing exam or being attacked by a lion, we get this tightness that goes on in the throat. And a lot of my work is teaching people who may not in that moment be nervous how to deal with the feeling of when they are nervous. So there's a thing called retraction, which has to do with the glottis and the mechanism in the throat that can easily, if the body feels it's under attack, seize up. And there are techniques that I do and we'll do some in the warm-ups that just enable the voice to open up. And it's just refiguring your instincts. Also, what I do quite a lot of work on is resonance because we tend to get a habitual way of placing the voice. I can't tell you the number of times that I've started to work with someone and they've said, come in and said, well, Ben, this is my natural voice. It's not, it's your habitual voice. It's your habit. If you hold your shoulders in a certain way, that's going to affect the voice. If you don't stand upright, if you tend to slump, as a lot of us do in certainly teenage years, that 
impacts massively on the voice. So it's all those things. That's why we stretch. It's all those things that have to do with just opening up. So actually getting in touch, like we've already said, with your core and allowing your feelings to come down to your core. And then you can express the content that you want to express with a free voice and it's all one thing. You've taken down that barrier of pretense, I think. Let's do this to Z and we'll do it in thirds. Z. I know that another thing you do lots of work with is things like diction. How can these exercises help with those kinds of things so that people aren't mumbling into their microphones? Absolutely. To hear someone, especially when you can't see them and you haven't got a visual, I think, to not hear the end of a word is so frustrating. It's amazing how you can be with someone in what they're saying and then if they don't quite finish their sentence or even if the sentence just tells off, then it's like we as a listener just go, oh. I was there and now I'm not, even if the content is interesting, even if what you're saying is interesting, to actually have that sense of going all the way to the end of the thought and saying, this is what I think, and this is how we should do it, full stop, and finding the way to the end of each thought, I think is so important. And I think every speaker who's been thought of as charismatic and someone that people have followed has had that about them, that we get to the end of that thought with them and we go, yes, yes. I'm with you, even if I don't agree with you. We can all admire a politician whose views we don't agree with, but if they speak well and they see their line through and get to the end of their line, we go, okay, well, at least you've delivered that with passion and eloquence. Just keep it light and make it bounce. Here we go. Gigega for the soft palate, which is at the back of the mouth this time. Three, four. Think of the body and how amazing the body is. And just ask yourself, are you slumped? Is the spine slumped? If so, just try and grow out of that. When you speak, are you tensing? Are you bringing the shoulders round? In that case, just as you breathe, just try and roll the shoulders back, drop them down. And I would say when you are breathing in, if you can feel, or even here, I mean, if you, on here, if I breathe without accessing my support, you'll hear that as I say anything, which is not good for you, but also off-putting for the listener, especially with a close microphone. And actually just the work that we'll be doing just to open up the ribs, just to find the support is helpful in every way. And my other tip, I suppose, is actually just to do with breathing, which is that a breath in through the nose not only is more silent, but it goes deeper into the body, which is where you want the breath to go. Whereas if I, you can hear that and it also dries out the voice. So that's just some of the things that I always check. Good, let's try that again. Really good. So Ben, how important do you think all of this is for podcasters? It's your passion and it's your message that's coming across. It's something that you have that no one else has. And similarly, your voice is something that you have and no one else has. And that's what I think I love about voice work. It's the uniqueness of voices. And so it's just about being proud of your ideas and this amazing tool, instrument, 
that we've been given to express those ideas. So I think it's incredibly important just not to apologize. I think we spend so much time apologizing and saying, is this okay? Is that all right if I say this? Is that? And in this society, I think this is such an amazing tool for our ideas and our voices to be heard and to throw away that by mumbling or by just not being direct in what you're saying would be a tragedy. So I would just say, be proud of your ideas, be proud of your voice by learning these articulative things, the very basics of how you use your support system to help you. It will improve your podcasts, I would say immensely. Thank you so much, Petra and Ben. Okay, it's time for another sound celebration. This is the part of the show where I bring you the podcast boutique, Sound Celebrations. Each week, we'll meet someone who is doing brilliant things in the world of podcasting. There are so many women in business with voices that need to be celebrated. Sound Celebrations shines a spotlight on people in podcasting with important messages. The Podcast Boutique. Sound Celebration! My name is Janine Friston and I'm from the Female Business Network. The Female Business Network is a community of passionate, dedicated, friendly women in business. My podcast is called The Balanced Entrepreneur. It's a way to motivate and inspire and give hints and tips to women in business to try and get a better work-life balance. In business, there are lots of hats that you need to wear and plates that you need to spin. So by giving hints and tips and my advice and advice from some expert speakers, hopefully the listeners can gain an insight into how they can perhaps make their work-life balance a little bit better for them. This all started because I began my first business back in 2018 as a new startup business. I had no idea about running my own business and I didn't know anyone that ran their own business. So I started hosting women in business events and grew a community local to me here in Trafford. And then back in 2021, I decided that I want to grow that and expand that to people outside of Trafford in Manchester and help more women to become more confident networking and to grow their audience and grow the business that they wanted. I chose to niche down into women in business because obviously I am female and lots of my networking community have also got children and we're trying to juggle 
being a parent, being a mum, being a partner, being a business owner with busy lifestyles. And I felt that I can resonate with what they're going through. I've got the same issues and concerns and life sometimes that they have. And so together we are stronger to try and help each other and support each other through the challenges, but also celebrate the good times that we're having. The message I would summarize to my listeners is you can have the business that you want. You can have the work-life balance that you want, but you do have to work at it. There are ways to make it easier, more efficient. There are communities around you that can definitely help and support you. And don't be afraid to ask and listen to that advice that comes your way. Creating that community means so much to me because when I started out back in 2018, I didn't have that community around me to begin with. And I didn't know how to run a business. I didn't know the steps that I needed to take. I didn't know anyone that could help and support me in doing that. So by hosting this community that I've grown, it feels absolutely brilliant and I love every moment of it. So being the person that connects everybody together and seeing them grow, seeing them grow as people, seeing their businesses grow and change and adapt, seeing them become more confident, networking, confident in their business, it's the best job in the world. Thank you, Janine, for all that you're doing and for being this week's Podcast Boutique Sound Celebration. If you're doing something brilliant in the world of podcasting, you know what to do. Get in touch with us because we would love to celebrate your voice next. We'll make sure that we share all the links to Janine's social media and her website so that you can check her out on social. If you already have an existing podcast and you're looking to grow it, you're in luck. We've got a couple of things coming up at the Podcast Boutique that are really going to benefit you and help you to promote your podcast and get it out to a much wider audience. I've decided to launch a beta version of a new service that we're going to be providing as an agency. Our brand new Pod Boost package is for you if you are looking to grow your podcast. It includes social media posts for every day of the week so that you can promote your podcast and reach a much wider audience. Quite often, we just don't have the time to promote our amazing work that we're doing on our podcast. So we wanna change that for you. We want you to make sure that your message is heard by as many people as possible. So we're gonna help you by creating really engaging and valuable posts that you can talk about your episodes each week with. So if you're interested in our Pod Boost package, get in touch, send me an email at info at The package is only going to be available for 10 people at the beginning. This is a beta package and it's gonna be at a much lower price than usual. So if you want to get in on this, you need to get in touch very soon because those spaces will go quick. So I mentioned there were a couple of ways that we can help you with the growth of your podcast. One of the other ways, I'm going to tell you more about that on next week's episode, so make sure you tune in, but it's only for people who already have a podcast launched. I really can't wait for this one. It's going to be so exciting and it's something that a lot of my audience have been asking for, for quite some time and we finally had the time and space to be able to get it done. So tune in next week to find out more about that. Also in next week's episode, I'm going to be discussing smiling and standing for podcasts. 
As podcasters, we think a lot about our content, don't we? We think about how to format it and how we're coming across to our listeners. Sometimes we forget about our presentation and how we deliver our content. But it's really important to be thinking about how we are coming across to our listeners. Sometimes, I understand, sounding energetic and upbeat can be really difficult, particularly if you've had a really long day at work or you've had a stressful morning with the kids and you've been running around traveling. So next week, I'll be bringing you some tips to ensure that every week your listeners are tuning into an episode that's full of color, energy and personality so that they can't wait to come back for more. I'll be back next week. Bye for now. You have been listening to the Podcasting for Business show with me, Lindsay Gould. I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I'll be back next week with more tips on launching a podcast to grow your business. Let's make it happen.